All right, look, we are committed, certainly on this show, to making sure people get out and vote, and that when you go and do that, you know as much as you can possibly know about the people on the ballot. To that end, we do our best uh, to get local candidates in here uh, and get to know them a little bit. Tomorrow is the primary runoff election here in the state of Georgia, depending on where you live and what you have to vote for, because not everybody has something. Well, Republicans uh, for governor and lieutenant governor and Democrats actually have a runoff in the sixth congressional district to that end. We've got Kevin Abel joining us right now. He is one of the two candidates running off, if you will. How are you? I am great, Dana. Thanks for having me today. It's a pleasure. And, um, you know, we all, I think, became far more aware of the sixth congressional district when uh, Karen Handel and John Ossoff had you know, the uh, the battle that was uh, heard around the world, kind of. I mean, it was so much money spent and all of that. Uh, and now here we are. What is it a year later? No. Yeah. Well, it'll be a year in November, I guess. Right. And uh, June was it, it was in June. of okay, last year. Special yeah. election. Right. Thank mm-hmm. you for that. I don't know what happened yesterday, Kevin. Um, <laughs> but so so Karen's been in the office and it was a close race, I think, closer than a lot of people expected initially. Um, but obviously the Republicans won and she's going to run again. So now here you are. In this primary, tell me why you wanted to run. Let's start with that. Well, here I am indeed. I've lived in this district for 26 years, so I watched the election last June with uh, uh, great uh, anticipation, as did everyone around the country, as you say, but certainly all the Democrats here in the 6th District. Yep. And having lived in this district under the likes of Newt Gingrich and Johnny Isaacson and Tom Price, you know, I, just like most Democrats, didn't think there was ever a chance for a Democrat to win. That's right. And, you know, uh, John and all the people who got behind him uh, showed that this is a district where a Democrat can actually win. And and if, it, if it's a Democrat who has a business background and a very long tenure in this district, 26 years like me, uh, very involved in the community, perhaps that's a Democrat who can win the votes necessary to cross over that 50% line. And this is why I answered the race. And I love the fact that you mentioned how long you've lived in the district, because one of the big criticisms John Ossoff got was that he didn't live in the district. Um, And so obviously people feel like that's really important. Well, you know, we'll never know whether whether John, having lived in the district or not having lived in the district, would have made the difference. The Republicans certainly made a big deal of it. The Republicans were fairly desperate in their efforts to retain this seat and, and, and were trying to latch on to anything they could. The fact that I have lived in the district 26 years is not going to hurt my candidacy. Right. It's not going to. There you go. No one can complain about that. Look, it's a big district and an odd shaped district. And so I'm not sure how important I actually think that is. I happen to live in the 6th Congressional District. But I think, you know, look, I'm in Brookhaven, but it also goes all the way up in Alpharetta. So if you live all the way up in Alpharetta, you don't necessarily know what's going on in Brookhaven and vice versa. So I don't know how important I think that really is, but fine. People wanted to make a case out of it. It's over and done. We're done with it. Um, Let's talk more about your background. You mentioned a business background, Kevin, so tell me a little bit about that. About my business? Well, my wife, Cindy, and I have, you know, like I say, lived in the district 26 years. About 25 years ago, we started this business together. It's an IT consulting business. She and I both used to work for Fortune 500 companies. And, you know, just at the point in time that she was pregnant with our first child, we decided this was a really good time to quit our jobs, give up our health insurance, and start a business. And and that's what we did. We started this business. Uh, it's in Alpharetta. The, we owned the business for 23 years, hired hundreds of employees during the course of those years, provided health insurance, good-paying jobs. And we're fortunate enough to sell the business about two years ago. 
Uh, well, congratulations on that. Thank and you. Um, I understand I'm an entrepreneur myself. So I do all kinds of crazy, crazy things like give up health insurance, you know, at the best times in the economy. It's just what we do. Um, okay, but let's talk a little bit about what happens if you if you get to Congress, because things are in quite some upheaval right now. And you're talking about being, um, you know, a business owning Democrat. So, you know, I'm, I'm taking from that that there's, you know, an eye towards you know, fiscal maybe conservatism to some extent versus like a Bernie Sanders free college type philosophy? I, I think, let, let me take it from this angle. As, as a businessman, as someone who's provided health care um, to my employees over the course of the many years, as someone who understands what it means to balance budgets, what it means to, you know, create jobs, I take that experience to Washington. But, you know, I, I alluded earlier to, you know, a little bit tongue in cheek, but quitting our jobs uh, when my wife's pregnant, giving up our health insurance, you know, Fast forward 25 years to today, there's no way on earth my wife and I would give up jobs to go enter the health insurance market as broken as it is today. So what does that mean for an economy where budding entrepreneurs aren't willing to take a chance anymore because the broken healthcare system in our country today is preventing them from making those decisions? This is not just, you know, the broken healthcare system is not just a problem in the sense that millions of Americans are without healthcare. It's a problem for our economy. And I can speak to people on both sides of the aisle about a very critical economic issue that needs to be resolved, and that is solving the healthcare crisis in this country. I mean, I hope somebody can get on that because I feel like that was one of the big campaign promises at the presidential level, and, you know, they weren't able to get anything done. So, you know, maybe after the midterms, we'll be able to get something done. What are some of the other issues uh, that are most important to you uh, in terms of trying to make some difference if you were to get all the way uh, to the seat in Congress? Well, you know, just to pick up on your other comment, you know, one of the promises of the presidential campaign of, of Donald Trump and, and the Republican Party was was not to fix our broken health care system. It was to break our health care system. It was to repeal Obamacare. And what they've done is undermine the Affordable Care Act in every possible way, contributing to the problem, not addressing it. Beyond health care, oh my gosh, we have so many other issues that, that need to be addressed. Immigration is a critical issue. Uh, not uh, to me. Certainly, I'm an immigrant, and 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 my. I thought that was a South Georgian accent. No. Yeah. Well, it's actually from Texas. Um, you know, I I, I I lived in Texas for ten years. So when people ask where I'm from, which they do all the time, I say I'm from Texas, and then I get a strange look and and a, a polite uh, a hum, and 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 then I'm, I'm I'm forced to be polite and let them know that I'm actually from South Africa. I've lived in this country for thirty nine years now. I've, you know, had the opportunity to live the American dream in every possible way. I saw America from the perspective of an immigrant. I have an appreciation of this country that most immigrants have of this country that sometimes Americans don't really realize how great our country is, how much opportunity we have here, what it really means to have access to an American dream. An American dream, mind you, that's crumbling and a reason why I want to run for Congress, why I want to be in Congress and help ensure that this is available for future generations. But when I look at the immigration issue on a much broader level, I've worked with refugees for the last seven years. I understand what it means, you know, from the perspective of these friends I've made who have come from Syria and Iraq and, and Myanmar, you know, people who have come to this country with nothing, work harder than anyone I know so that their children can get a good education and be the future, you know, teachers and, and doctors and, and members of our military and, and contributors to our society. You know, what's happening at the border right now, you know, at our southern border and the way in which uh, the Trump administration has separated parents from their children, you know, these are asylees who have every right to present themselves at the border and, and request asylum. What we're doing here is a stain on who we are as America that we will live with for many decades 
decades to come. It needs to be remediated. We need to come up with comprehensive immigration reform so that we can, you know, move past this, you know, situation that we're in where we have 10 million undocumented immigrants living in the shadows in this country. Well, Kevin, uh, I want to ask you a little bit more about that um, before we wrap it up. Kevin Abel hanging out with us right now, running for Congress in the 6th District uh, here in the runoff uh, election tomorrow. Um, You know, I think one of the things that we have seen happening, in addition to, you know, everybody being up in arms about the kids being separated from their families at the border, is an ongoing, you know, divisive language basically painting the picture that these immigrants that want to come to the country are criminals, that all of them are bad, and that there's there's a lot of fear, I think, in people now, which is, you know, misguided. But how do you, as a congressman going in, how do you sort of help change the message? Well, I, I think that message will be one that we'll hear a lot more about during the general election, because it's obviously going to be an election issue, but certainly beyond that as well. You know, the divisiveness of the language around immigration has been stirred up by a very small minority within our community and within our country. You know, the governor's race, the Republican governor's race, you know, even before the primary when you had five or six, including some some very unfortunate language, you know, promulgated by Michael uh, Williams with his, with his uh, deportation bus and, and Casey Cagle and Brian Kemp, you know, participating in this rhetoric is just, you know, creating hate and fear. I believe the vast majority of Americans play between the 30-yard lines. I believe that the vast majority of Americans are, in fact, in favor of some form of comprehensive immigration reform so that we can solve this problem and stop the dialogue of hate. Absolutely. Uh, listen, we, we do need to wrap it up, but before we do, anything else you want voters to know before they head out to the uh, to, to, to cast their votes tomorrow? Well, I would like the voters to see in Kevin Abel a, a potential, a future congressman who can represent this district, represent the interests of this district, and help move our country forward and solve some of the key problems in this country. More so, I also want the voters of the 6th District to know that if we, in fact, want to win this Democratic seat here in the 6th District, a critical seat in helping the Democrats take control of the House of Representatives in November, I am the candidate in this race. I am the candidate who can and will defeat Karen Handel in November and turn the seat into Democratic hands for the first time in 30 years. All right. Well said. I don't even need to do any kind of wrap up from that. That was Kevin Abel running for Congress. Of course, you can go vote in the primary uh, runoff for the Democrats if you voted in the initial one. Uh, That, again, is tomorrow, and we will keep you posted on that. Kevin, thank you so much for being here.